Okay, welcome everybody. Um, this is Mary Craig Ministries and Craig House Christian Fellowship. We are in a series, Truth for All Time. The message today is call 911, 24-7, anytime, anywhere. I am Dr. Mary Craig. It is October 15, 2023. And let's pray. Holy Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus Christ, whose we are and whom we serve. We thank you for the body and blood sacrifice of Christ on our behalf. We thank you for his life of radical obedience perfect, personal, perpetual obedience, even to death on the cross. We thank you that he fulfilled all righteousness, even to dying to pay the penalty for sin, redeeming those for whom he died by his blood, the sacrifice of himself. We thank you he brought the reconciliation that overcomes alienation from you, that by this reconciliation we can know you as Father. We thank you that Jesus bore your wrath, bore the curse, bore the sin, and bore the glory. Jesus destroyed the works of darkness, defeating Satan and his kingdom publicly. We thank you, Lord God, for those in Christ were chosen before the foundation of the world, and we are accepted in the Beloved. We thank you that Jesus died that he was buried, that he rose again from the dead, out from among the dead, and ascended into heaven to sit at the right hand of the Almighty. Jesus Christ is King of kings, Lord of lords, God the Son, Son of God, ruler over the kings of this earth, and coming again in power and great glory. We thank you for the sending of the Holy Spirit, and we ask that the Holy Spirit come as the Spirit of truth, guiding us into the truth, that he come as the Spirit of wisdom and revelation, revealing Jesus Christ to us and granting us wisdom for the days in which we live. We ask that the Holy Spirit open our eyes to comprehend understand and perceive what you have for us today. Open the eyes of our minds and open the eyes of our hearts to receive. Honor our desire to glorify you. We come before you in humility. On bended knee with our heads bowed, we pray that we be renewed in the spirit of our minds and put on the new man which was created according to you, God, in true righteousness and holiness, that you would sanctify us by your word and by your Holy Spirit, that we may open our mouths boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel of Jesus Christ with love, compassion, and grace, that we might love with faith from God the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. It is in the name of Jesus Christ that we pray. 
Amen. Amen. Thank you. All right. We thought things were bad around the globe, and many blamed climate change for just about everything that happened these days. On April 4, 2023, I have received a word from the Lord that dark days were ahead. You can read it on the home page of marycraig.org. Then came the attack on Israel uh, and the declaration, We are at war. People call it Israel's 9-11. Now they're starting to say it more like worse than, worse than that worse than the Holocaust. Most of those around the world who keep watch over Israel know this marks a notable day in world history. Life changed. And right now, life is changing again. So today's message is something I wrote right after the 9-11 attack in the United States it is truth for all time. What is our comfort with terror striking its targets daily? What can we do when we find ourselves falling into worry and fear and anxiety and even panic? The whole world now knows that the events of 9-11-2001 changed the course of history for its inhabitants. Here in America, calling 911 no longer gives us the feeling of security it once did. We need something more than to put our confidence in human and government ability to secure and safeguard when all becomes chaos externally. The peace must be found within. Jesus told us this. He said that in the world there would be tribulation, but that his people were to cheer up because he had overcome the world. We need this overcoming kind of faith, and it comes with the perspective of our sovereign Savior. There is more to peace than just the absence of hostility and care. Peace involves a joyous sense of well-being that views all things as good. In it comes a sense of satisfaction from knowing one is right with God in Christ, the Prince of Peace. This peace is a peace of conscience. 
breath of heart, tranquility of mind. The peace of God passes all understanding, so we don't need to expect to figure it out. In John 17, verse 27, Jesus says, that might be a different thing. Anyway, Jesus said, Peace I live, I leave with you. Peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. That might be John 16. I have to lift that back up. In John 16, verse 33, we have more. These things have I, spoke, I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. Jesus promises to send the Holy Spirit, whom he declares to be the Comforter and Paraclete. The Holy Spirit is not a force or an it or merely an influence. The Holy Spirit is God, the mighty third person, one in essence with the Father and the Son, with attributes and characteristics. He is the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ, the Spirit of glory and of God, the Spirit of holiness, the Spirit of grace, the Spirit of prophecy, the Spirit of wisdom and revelation, the sevenfold Spirit of God, and more. The Holy Spirit has emotions, a mind, and a will. He can be grieved, vexed, lied to, quenched, resisted, insulted, and or pleased. As a comforter, the Holy Spirit comes along, alongside us. As Christ abides in us, it is by his Spirit. The Holy Spirit indwells every true believer. The Holy Spirit comes upon believers to enable them to be witnesses unto Jesus Christ. He is in, with, upon, and working through believers. And he is with them to help, to sanctify, to apply the work of redemption that Jesus Christ accomplished. God encouraged us to cast our care, our anxiety on him. As we humble ourselves under his mighty hand, and as we walk soberly and vigilantly, knowing that our adversary The devil walks around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. We are to cast our care upon the sovereign, omniscient, holy God, only wise. In due time, we will reap what we have sown, if we faint not. So we are exhorted to sow righteousness. 
then we will be lifted up knowing that as the God of all grace, who has called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after we have suffered a while, makes us perfect, establishes us, strengthens us, and settles us. That's from 1 Peter 5, verses 6 to 10. We are called to trust God. Many times, people find irrational thoughts coming at them, thoughts which can become obsessive. The Bible tells us to bring every thought captive to the obedience of Christ, 2 Corinthians 10.5. We are exhorted not to take any thought for our life or for our body. Our life is in God's hands. It's his care and concern. As we look at our thoughts against the framework of the word of truth, we can discard thoughts that do not align with the word of God. Thoughts are interesting. They can be like wild cards, darts, or random words free-floating in our minds. Sometimes I talk about monkey mind. <laughs> Thoughts that jump around in our heads. Another way is stream of consciousness. This, one, this goes one thing after another. Usually our thoughts are not all truth or all error. Usually, they are like salt and pepper together, a mixture that must be sorted out. Thoughts are also like seeds, S-E-E-D-S, or even spores floating around looking for a place to land, settle in, and grow. I can go on. Remember, anything you feed will grow. Worry. Worry destroys the body. We become critical, complaining, depressed, fearful, insecure, etc. When we worry, it keeps us from our normal responsibilities, duties, and tasks. It hinders our service to God and to our families and even to ourselves. But worry can be overcome by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Greek word in the New Testament, translated anxious, is really a word that describes the effects of worry. It means to divide, part, or separate, rip, or tear apart. We find a perversion or distortion 
here of a good and God-given emotion concern. Emotions are not turned off and on. Rather, they must be dealt with and managed so that destructive emotions become replaced with proper manifestation of the emotions. Worry turns concern to focus on the wrong day. Tomorrow, worry focuses on tomorrow. Worry focuses on the future and especially on things we can do nothing about and or things that are out of our immediate control. Energy gets mobilized with no place to go. We imagine and fear. We become like horses at the gate, ready for action, but with no set course before us. So we are torn apart, tired, and dissatisfied. It's kind of like you're in a service and uh, it's kind of like you're in a service and everything is all right up. Oh, my goodness. High pitch. And you're all excited and you're ready. And the person leading is that you're all worried about what's going on. And more than concerned, you're really wild up. And then, bye-bye, folks. And what are you supposed to do? You're ready to do something. And then, bye-bye, and you go home. Okay, so we have to control this emotion that it doesn't turn into worry and can be productive. Worry is also like sitting in a rocking chair. You sit in a rocking chair and rock and back and forth and back and forth, and you're so worried about something. And all this stuff goes through your mind, a monkey mind, stream of consciousness, whatever. And... It's not productive. It's a, it just, you get all worked up, and but the, you're not going anywhere. You're just going back and forth, back and forth in the rocking chair. Okay. So setting your plan before God helps. Um, James 4, verse 13. Think of it like an artist would do. Going to the building department with drawings and plans and sketches to make sure things line up with the code, the building code. Take your ideas to God for his inspection, overview, and reworking. Better yet, ask God to give you ideas and plans that he has in mind for you and your situation. 
Okay. Now I have Stephen do from Philippians 4, 6 through 9. Philippians 4, 6 through 9 guides us to pray properly, taking our petitions to God with thanksgiving and rejoicing in the Lord. Likewise, we are to think properly, turning random thoughts to truthful thoughts. Think about what is good, pure, of good report, etc. Focus on Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith and then live properly. Some things in our lives may need to change to lessen concern and worry. Remember, if a person belongs to Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit dwells within that person. His power is at work within, producing fruit, one characteristic of which is peace. The promise of peace stands sure. The peace of God guards, keeps one's heart and mind through Christ Jesus. We can learn to be content knowing that Christ strengthens and supplies our needs. God is trustworthy and sovereign in the affairs of human history. He has a plan and no serious competitors. There is purpose to what is happening. 24-7, you can call 91-1. I'm talking about Psalm 91. You get it? 91 verse 1 and 911. Okay. So it says here, I'm talking about Psalm 91. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom will I trust. In Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover you with His feathers, and under His wings you shall trust. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor for the destruction that that wastes at noonday. A thousand shall fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come nigh you. Only with your eyes shall you behold and see the reward of the wicked, because you have made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, your habitation. There shall no evil befall you, nor shall any plague come nigh your dwelling. Remember it says... um, You've made... um, the Lord, which is my refuge, most high, your habitation. There shall no evil befall you, neither shall any plague come nigh your dwelling. Continuing on, for he shall give his angels charge over you 
to keep you in all your ways. They shall bear you up in their hands, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and viper. The young lion and the dragon shall you trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Psalm 91. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Okay. Um, and now let's pray. Father God, we come before you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we thank you for this peace, the peace of God that passes all understanding, that guards our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for the Psalms because they are scripture and they allow us to bring our emotions to you in an acceptable form. Words that our God breathes. And Lord, we thank you that you take your word. It does not return to you empty of power. And whatever your purpose is for those words, you, it goes forth and accomplishes your perfect will. We thank you for that. It is a comfort to us. We thank you, Lord, in this ministry. You have taught us what to do, how to pray, Lord. You have helped us to learn how to study your word and not be made fun of. And Lord, you have uh, blessed us. And we have grown in grace in the knowledge and the knowledge of Jesus Christ. So we thank you. And we pray, Lord, that you will continue to show us how to separate the evil from the good and evildoers from those who were created in Christ Jesus unto good works as you define it. And Lord, we give you praise today. And Lord, you are our refuge. You are the most high. You are our habitation. We have been bought with a price and our lives are not our own. But you promise that no evil will befall us and no plague will come near our dwelling. 
And Lord, we've had angel, all the last angel experiences showing showing us how they keep the assignments you give them and you care for us. And so we ask you, Lord. Oh, and you promise to deliver us and honor us and satisfy us. And you show us your salvation. And Lord, we delight in you. You go through our lives with us, whether other people do or not. You are always there with us, and you are always available to us. May it be so, in Jesus' name, amen. And now if you please stand for the benediction. Hebrews 13, verses 20 and 21. Now, may the God of the peace, who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work to do his will, working in you what is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen.